0: Welcome to Business Talk Sister Guck, I'm Becca and I'm Ruthie and today we are going to be interviewing Becca and her husband Joel about their journey of how
1: to pay off student debt which fits into our series on um, paying off student loans. So thank you so much for being us, being here with us today Joel.
0: <laughs> Mostly Joel, yeah. I'm here all the time. <laughs> True.
2: Good to be here.
1: Good. I'm glad. (laughs) Um, So
0: what is it that you guys did? We paid off $120,000 in student debt. In how long? Well, the first, what was it, the first couple years, we paid off Mm -hmm. $20,000. And then we started getting really serious about it. And we decided to set a goal. You should tell them about that.
2: Yeah, so our goal was basically to pay off the remainder of our student loans in about a 14th month period of time. 20 months. Oh, I'm sorry. 20 month period of time.
0: <laughs> you would have given me a heart attack if it was 14. It was 20 <laughs>
1: oh so you paid off a hundred thousand dollars in four uh, 20 months <laughs> just a little quick tallying in my head <laughs> awesome wow okay so how did you do that or first why did you do that
0: uh why we did it was because we had made a commitment to one another that we weren't going to have kids until we paid off our student loans And then when we started looking at our trajectory of when that was going to be, I was like, I'm getting old (laughs) (laughs) and I don't know if I'm going to like have all the energy to have children by the time we pay off our student loans. So we should probably get busy on doing this. Mm. So uh, that was the decision we made. And we actually started reading that Dave Ramsey book
1: total money makeover
0: yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was a good one and we decided okay because he in the book he was like you should set a goal for like 20 to 24 months and i was like do you think we can do it in 20 months we should do it (laughs) and then we calculated it out and we were like that's like more money than we make in a month every month to pay towards student (laughs) tax we were like i don't think we can do that but we're gonna do it anyway
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay so how did you do
0: that Okay, so we have a whole list. <clears throat> the first one was really hard for me. We needed to get out of, I need this just in case.
2: Yeah, so that was a really, a really difficult one to get through. So um, a lot of what we had to do was basically decide on, okay, we really only need this amount of money. Um, and for us, it was around $1,000. And for Becca, that was really hard oh, because <laughs> um, it was really hard for her because she wanted the security of having more money in the bank account. Mm. Um, and so, in order to really pay down your student loans quickly, you need to be willing to take that sacrifice and um, pay it down as quickly as possible.
0: Mm. I was literally like, "Okay, but um, this is—I did the calculations, and this is how much we need to keep." And he's like, "I did the calculations too, and you're wrong." (laughs) I'm like, "Take it."
1: But Joel's a lot more tactful than that. He probably mapped it out and showed you. Yeah, no, he's very
0: (laughs) gracious and also like a spoon to the heart. Oh my word, painful.
2: Plus, what I found through all this is she had secret stashes of money in other (laughs) bank accounts. (laughs) She's just like, oh yeah, I've got this bank account too. There's eight hundred dollars in this one. I've got a PayPal account with twelve hundred in it, and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, see, we're totally fine for you know this month until. Okay, but for the, the record,
0: month. like, it wasn't the first time he knew about these bank accounts. Surprise! I do not recommend doing that to your spouse. Just, just. Yeah. like keeping Full secret bankers <laughs> yeah he knew about them mm. he had access to them yeah. he just never looked at them.
1: <laughs> i think too like one thing that you had said to me was that you had i do the same thing and not so much anymore now that i've started my aggressive loan payoff but i you've had like I'll i'll put 20 bucks in a bag and then if i find that bag later down the road i'm like oh wow 20 bucks like good job thinking ahead. I saved that for myself. And then, so it's funny hearing you be like, oh, I found, I found 20 bucks in this bag I had and I'm putting it towards my student loans. Or like, I cleaned out the change thing, change container in my room or my car and I put it towards my student loans. It was
0: literally like (laughs) I had to (laughs) strangle something inside me every time. Yeah, it was hard. (laughs) It was hard work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. The next thing was we, utilized coupons mm. and i i seriously like mean this wholeheartedly i'm not i tried the crazy coupon lady thing and we'll talk about that sometime but like this was utilizing the newspaper ads and knowing okay what is on sale what are we going to make for the week and we meal plan every week and i never used to do this until i met joel's mom and then joel was like you need to stop buying copious amounts of food we don't need. (laughs) Which I am way less stressed after I do that because then it's on the menu board and I know exactly what we're having for the entire week and we're not wasting food Mm -hmm. or spending excess money on it. Mm -hmm. So every week I sit down and I put together the meal plan of what we're having and um, then from there I know what to get exactly at the grocery store. And also productivity tip if you organize your list of groceries by produce dairy frozen and dry goods it seriously will save you so much time at the grocery store looking back through your list that blows my mind
1: becca can literally tell you what aisle something is in in Walmart, and I'll call her and be like, "Where is this?" And she just knows because I will wander around Walmart for hours. And I do Walmart pickup now. I don't even um, go into the store very much anymore. But I uh, just think that that is insane that you can do that. So good work, productivity
0: has yeah. It is no, seriously, it's such a time saver to do that. I still go into the grocery store because I love shopping, <laughs> and it's one of my only experiences to do that when you're on a budget. <laughs> Okay, so um, another thing we did was that also we love food. So just Mm -hmm. keep this in mind that mentally for me, deciding that we can't have lots of food is like a crazy thing. Um, But what I started doing is every time I would think about, ooh, I really want to go to this restaurant, I would go and look at their menu and see it online or whatever and then Google the names of the dishes and figure out how to make them myself and then I was getting exactly what I wanted which I also love cooking so it wasn't really that big of a deal for me. If, if, it, if you don't like cooking you're gonna struggle. You're gonna really struggle. I also learned that if you're a picky eater you're also gonna struggle <laughs> because poverty is not a friend of a picky eater <laughs> and and I say that because I have worked with a lot of kids and and that is truth so mm be okay with eating things that are different Mm. not necessarily nasty but try to be healthy in the food that you eat because it's going to make you feel better you're going to have a lot more energy and then you're going to pay off your student debt faster (laughs) i'm serious Mm. completely serious Mm. okay so cookbook i really like is good but cheap you should totally check it out i believe the government like manufactured copious amounts of them you can probably check it out at your local library or you could probably go to your local food shelf and ask them for a copy it's that available
2: Hmm.
0: anyways so um the next thing that i would recommend doing is identify what makes you overwhelmed Hmm. what is that claustrophobic feeling that kicks in and you should talk about that like have an accountability partner Joel is my accountability partner clearly (laughs) (laughs) but within that uh, knowing what is gonna make you feel overwhelmed you need to talk about why because a lot of the spending decisions that you make or um, choosing to save money is all wrapped up in psychology why you do what you do and where are the moments that you feel like you're trapped because a lot of times when you're on a budget when you think, oh, but I can't spend money on this, can be stressful.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's good to know ways to be creative with your budget in the areas that you can spend if you save in other places. But you have to have a budget from the so, beginning.
1: So, what things made you feel claustrophobic, Joel? And then we'll go to Becca next.
2: Yeah, so I, I think that was the biggest, the biggest aspect of getting over. The hump of being able to pay off our student loans is the the mindset of okay, we're we're committing to this and we're doing this Mm. Um, but also knowing that You know, there are creative ways that you can use and utilize to um, At least feel like you're not being constrained Mm. to um, The budget that you have set out and that you can't spend money on anything because Mm. that's really not the case what um i think i think the biggest things uh for me especially were that um i started looking at i started looking at what it looks like to uh continue to um, replace things in our house or fix up the cars and do all that myself instead of Mm -hmm. having to hire someone to do that Mm -hmm. um so when when you have work that needs to be done on your car, that's sort of something that you have to save aside as an emergency fund. Mm. Um, But you can also utilize that money for being able to fix it yourself. Mm. And in that, you save quite a bit of money doing that. So I think one of the ways that that I felt like I was not as much in a box Mm. was the ability to be able to Do things myself and within that uh, be able to spend money on tools to do Mm. those different things Mm. because we knew that you know we were saving every time I did a project we'd maybe save like five hundred dollars on fixing the car ourselves and with maybe a hundred dollars of that five hundred of whatever tools I needed to do that activity that I could go out and, and purchase those tools and that was kind of a fun opportunity for me to to just be able to um, to just purchase things. <laughs> he, loves, <laughs> because he loves
0: his tools, okay? <laughs> because it's like, you know,
2: you don't have to feel like you're in a box. You really don't. And so I think what I would encourage you to do is to go through all of those things that that are causing you to have apprehensions about paying off student loans and really focusing on that and write them down. Write every single one of them down and start to talk talk to it with your accountability partner or with your spouse and start to become creative with okay, how can I make way for these things? Um, because that's a big part of it. There's really a lot of ways that you can be creative in being able to Allow yourself to do those things, even within paying off your student loans.
0: Yeah, and oh my goodness. I'm just going to say Joel's way better at that than I am in terms of listening and finding creative ways. But the communication is important because Joel would be like, okay, what are you overwhelmed about? And I'd be like, oh, well, I'm so upset because of blah, blah, blah. And then I would just like make up something that I was... I mean, I, I seriously was upset about something. But then he would be like, okay, so how can we help you feel like you can accomplish whatever it is. Mm. And then we would have to strategize a lo- solution. So it would like push me from like pity party to actually like creative solution mode. And then we would come up with something and it would be, "Oh, okay, I can do this differently here." Mm. Um and I mean that happens so many times and here <laughs> seriously, we still do this even though we've paid off our student loans is that joel will do i'm i am totally somebody that's like we could just hire somebody to do this like i do not want to do this myself we should just take the car in and joel's like no i'm gonna fix it i'm gonna fix it i'm gonna research it and find out how and then i'm gonna fix it and then so he does and i'm like wow yeah you're right we just saved like two thousand dollars thanks for doing that and then when i'm like can i buy this shirt at the at the store and he's like yeah you can Do you know why? Because I saved you (laughs) 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 $2,000. So, like, he's a very gracious man because he, like, makes room for my budget. (laughs) But within that, um, you have to do that for yourself, especially Mm -hmm. if you're by yourself. Think about, okay, I'm going to do this here. Like, I'm going to make the choice Mm -hmm. to cook my own dinner. Because it's going to give me room in my budget to do this thing, go to a movie with my friend or whatever. But you have to, you have to give yourself those, you have to sweat a little to have room in your budget to do those fun things. Because otherwise you're not going to have any fun and, and then you're going to be upset. Yeah. And I think we were talking
1: about this earlier. One thing that I really uh, admired about you guys is that it's never whenever there's like something that comes up. it I rarely hear you guys or heard you guys say the words like, we can't afford that. We just can't do that. Like it was, oh, that's not in the budget right now. We could put that in the budget and we can plan for that. Um, But you were just very strategic about the things that you prioritized and the things that you really set money aside to do. Um, So like looking from the outside, looking in, it wasn't like, oh, they're just like never doing anything. They're eating like rice and beans constantly. Like you guys ate well because you prioritized that. That was something that was important to you. And you just were very strategic and intelligent about how you went about, um, yeah, just planning for those things and actually giving yourself the ability to still do things that you loved, um, but just planning for it and Im- implementing that in your budget to prepare for it.
0: Yeah, and and when we talk about really liking food, I mean, <laughs> okay, we love food. Becca just made
1: a Facebook group chat if you're a group page. What am I trying to say?
0: facebook
1: group facebook group thank you very much um about like being foodies and stuff like that and there's different things on there that she's been posting so
0: (laughs) yeah because i love food but here's the thing if i i believe wholeheartedly in the ads because we could eat steak like mm-hmm. nice steak uh, once in a while but the way we did it is we waited for the ad because sometimes it's 5.95 a pound mm-hmm. that's like two dollars more than hamburger sometimes <laughs> especially with this meat thing i don't know with meat crisis everyone always knows how to make hamburger. so then suddenly like that's really expensive but all the other cuts are really cheap <laughs> right so knowing how to cook things is important but utilizing the library for cookbooks oh my goodness that was like my best friend because i never had to buy cookbooks and it was easier for me than looking everything up online and risking spilling something on my computer. Um, so anyways, this is obviously we're talking a lot about these simple things and, and I think a lot of people are probably like, well, get to the meat. Like what, what did you actually do to pay your student loans? But it's actually all of the small choices. Mm. Every small choice. And that's not to be overwhelming, but it's a psychological shift that you have to mm. make about what you're doing and and we're talking about this so much on the psychology aspect because that is literally the number one reason why people cannot stay in a budget and pay off debt because they can't
1: give themselves to permission to just say no um,
0: yeah. yeah so the last thing we wanted to cover before we're going to move into our gawk, but don't worry, we have a couple more episodes on this, at, <laughs> at least one more, so stick around because there's a lot of stuff that we learned in a 20-month period. <laughs> okay, so have have a goal, make sure you have a timeline goal that you're sticking to, even if it's astronomically like there's no way. You guys, we did this and I was like, there's no way we're going to do this, but you know what? We are going to trust the Lord to do it with us. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you, somehow in the last month, we were able to pay off like (laughs) $19,000. I have no idea how we did that. (laughs) But it all came together and it was like, whoa, we did it in the timeline that we thought we were going to. Mm. Which I seriously, to this day, I don't know how we did (laughs) it. Anyways, so take every opportunity to make money. Mm -hmm. We did stuff that was ridiculous. We went out and we shoveled off. Joel's grandpa's roof and he paid us to do it like whatever I I remember I I literally sealed somebody's driveway with a tar coat once
1: and sold like everything in their house like just oh yeah we went
0: through we went through our stuff and we were like okay this whole mentality of I need this just in case totally applies to me in like some hoarding things so I learned how to sell things on the internet and on Facebook Marketplace, whatever. Like lots of different things. I would not recommend garage sales; they are way not profitable.
1: And a lot of work.
0: Oh my, <laughs> God. yeah, do not do that. The return on investment. You could work at Hardee's for the weekend and make more money than at a garage sale. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna get into our gawk portion, um, mm. and today Ruthie's gonna tell us a story. <laughs> because she was telling me a little bit about beforehand and i have not heard this one yet so (laughs) it's gonna be new for everybody (laughs) um so our the
1: sister that's between rebecca and i is rachel um and she also known as Ruffle the waffle, (laughs) or just Roth, we call it Roth, like Raphael, or like you know, from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, anyway. So, we call her (laughs) Roth, and um, she is an animal person. I am holistically not an animal person, (laughs) I can tolerate them, they're fine. I just, they're not my favorite thing, anyway. I I feel like I should expand more on that. I I appreciate a good animal, but from a distance,
0: (laughs) um, (laughs) she does. She's like, Wow, look at that, stay over there, yeah,
1: yeah, um, so. But Rachel had trained this outside cat that we had that whenever she would go out into the garage to like give it its food or whatever she would pat her back and then bend over and it would jump onto her back and I was not privy to this knowledge and then we were about to leave to go somewhere and I was in the garage and my mom would ask me to help her back up because there's a bunch of stuff on the side so I was backing up and I was like motioning with my hands like hey, back this way. And then I started being a dork and was like, you know, like just waving my arms like crazy, but still doing that motioning, hand motion. And the cat was like, you want me to jump on your back. And then, But I wasn't bending. And so then he launched himself up at my face and grabbed onto my shirt and then leaned up with his paw and clawed my face like all five of his little claws stuck in my cheek and i'm like spinning trying to get him off of me and he's hanging on by my, oh, my cheek word. and my shirt i'm like already cringing inside and not, then, like, it, this is too graphic <laughs> and you should have put a warning <laughs> and then he finally like flew off and i was like oh my word like this is why i don't like animals and then what happened is i went to this event that we were going to and there were the i, I don't know how old i was but i had these five puck marks on my cheek (laughs) and little boys made fun of me and so yeah there's my traumatic cat story Thank you very much for no, joining way, us.
0: Way too graphic to be. I I could cringe inside. Oh,
1: well, I, I <laughs> thought it was funny. I hope that nobody is scarred by hearing that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, thank you, Joel, for joining us this week. And um, we will have another interview with you uh,
0: coming out soon. Um, yeah. Because seriously, this is not enough time to talk about 20,000. <laughs> or what was it? Yeah. 120,000 120, is true to death. Yeah. All um. right. See you next week.